So for this full moon, I felt like looking into my ancestry. And for this full moon, I highly recommend you look into your ancestry, whatever you might dominantly be. For myself, it is Scottish. And as you know, there's a wealth of information out there on how to release and how to manifest for the full moon. And I've shared my intentions for each full moon since last September, since last September. And this has been fun to record the series simply to learn more about each full moon and to practice different practices or practice the same practice if that's what I felt inclined to do. So if you've been keeping up with the series, you may know how I've been practicing and manifesting and releasing for each full moon and this time I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach because well I've fallen in love with uh, a tv show it is called Outlander perhaps because I feel like I am connecting with my ancestry while watching even though that might be an illusion I understand as of course it's a 18th century period piece written in the 21st century but Outlander's about a 20th century English woman and battle nurse who accidentally travels through the Scottish stones of Craignadoon and travels back 200 years to the 18th century. And she finds herself falling in love with truly the most, the most handsome man I've ever seen in my life. Ugh, his luscious red hair and he's just so caring and loves her so deeply and yet he's also such a warrior, a soldier and ugh, just I can't help but fall in love with these characters and fall in love with this TV show. It's my new favorite TV show, well drama TV show of all time. Yes, Schitt's Creek is still my favorite comedy but Drama-wise, Outlander, I can't turn it off. I'm in love with it. Watching it and falling in love with this has <laughs> me in this tailspin researching about the Ross clan and the many other clans that are in my ancestry in Scotland on my mom's and my dad's side. And it's so fascinating to me to learn about my Gaelic ancestors and how they celebrated the moon. So in this moon episode series, I'm, I'm gonna lean towards this. I'm sure that there is information out there on your ancestry and how they celebrated the moon. You know that in this moon series each month, I lean towards honoring the names of the moon by honoring those who named them, often indigenous people. As many tribes kept track of the months, not by our traditional calendar, but many observed the lunar cycle and named the moons according to the lunar cycle or how the moon looked at the time. Or also some simply defined the year as the 12 moons. And of course, every tribe is quite different and so others looked at the seasons and some counted the seasons as four or some counted them as five. I mean of course everyone was so uniquely different but it seems that we follow a string of indigenous people who used the moons as their calendar and named the moons and now we are learning more about that and the reason why they named the pink moon which is taking place Saturday, April 16th, fully illuminated at 2.55 p.m. Eastern Time. So noon to 55 p.m. my time, mountain time. The reason why they named the pink moon is because they noticed that there was this mossy pinkish glow to the moon. And others believe that it's because the first spring flower to bloom was a wild ground phlox. That's a pink flower. So they called it the pink moon. So as you know, I often practice 
releasing and manifesting with each lunar cycle during the full moon, often using a common law of attraction style manifestation like listing or envisioning or vision boarding or, you know, maybe sometimes more witch-like practices like burning a candle and reciting the manifestations into the candle and then blowing it out after I infuse the candle with my manifestations or using nature in some way, which I'll be doing in honor of my ancestors this time, which I'll talk about. But I... I think it's beautiful that there are hundreds of traditions out there celebrating the full moon in their own way. And I'd love to hear about how your ancestry honored the moon. So if you feel like doing some research, feel free to email me because I'm not on Instagram right now. Feel free to email me how they celebrated because that fascinates me. I'm not much of a historian, but something about seeing the different rituals and traditions and celebrations of the full moon is appetizing. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake-free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. Anyway, so for this full moon, I'm honoring a Scottish perspective of the full moon. Most Scottish people believe that the power within living things increased during the waxing moon and it was at its most powerful and its greatest essence during the full moon. So many people would not collect or pluck plants during the waning moon since 
it meant to them that their essence and their power was decreasing. So they mostly focused on collecting plants and I'm assuming hunting as well during the waxing or especially the full moon where living things were at its most powerful. They felt that the full moon renews us, a time to cleanse the spirit. So basically what most of us have been doing, every full moon and many other traditions feel as well, which is a beautiful thing. It's not like they received this information through a game of telephone. They felt this connection and I'm sure that many of you feel it too when you look at the full moon. It does feel like a time to cleanse and also manifest in a powerful way. And they did. They sent their wishes on plants actually, on leaves, to the full moon during this time. And that essence would infuse them. And there were many traces of moon worship throughout Scotland from observing each phase of the moon, the stars, the constellations at night, to using charms, having probably crystals or maybe some metal charms they had, and they also all had their own symbolic charms representing their clan, which was unique to them. And they would also have nightly get-togethers. Of course, they were big drinkers, especially whiskey drinkers. That's what my dad is. I will not be doing that on the full moon, but I might recite this prayer, which they would recite during the full moons. And they called the moon the jewel of the night and they would say hail to you jewel of the night beautiful one of the heavens jewel of the night mother of the stars jewel of the night foster child of the sun jewel of the night majesty of the stars jewel of the night so beautiful i love that the jewel of the night also they believe to have a lot of mythology for the full moons, a lot of folklore. Like there were these humans they called the Selkies and they would think of them as basically mermaids. Selkies were seal folks apparently. And then on the full moon, the night of the full moon, they'd come into human form and dance under the moon near the rocks. And on the show, they believed these humans to be witches who would dance and perform rituals near the rocks. Witches, of course, were frowned upon for a long time. Not only frowned upon, but it was a capital offense. And so, yeah, they were burned at the stake. But on the show, they saw the witches and they actually, spoiler did burn witches in in the 1740s on the show, but I looked into it and it actually was outlawed to burn witches by the 1720s. But regardless, uh, witches were simply just herbalists and midwives and healers using nature. And so sometimes if someone passed away after using their healing formula, they would just claim this person to be a witch, probably because they wanted someone to blame, but they weren't allowed to burn them after the 1720s. Actually, by 1735, it was a crime to accuse any human of possessing magical powers or practicing witchcraft. And so they were just considered healers uh, because people did and honestly still do view witchcraft for whatever reason as of the devil where it's like no it's just humans who worship nature and feel connected with god or source through nature whereas many you know people that deem witchcraft as devilish often uh, they might worship jesus but it's like okay great you worship jesus we're gonna worship nature all beautiful all peaceful <laughs> let's keep it that way and stop judging just because of old folklore, which you have no proof of. Anyway, so yeah, there were a lot of witches in Scotland, also known as healers, and there is a witch ritual that I read about, and they connected with the moon using nature and elements. By first, they cleanse by taking a bath, 
And so I will be taking a bath this full moon and I'll have candles around me and the moonlight will be hitting the water and infusing its powers into the water and I'm going to allow myself to feel whatever sensations I may be feeling. I think I'm going to write the prayer, the Jewel of the Night prayer, which is so beautiful and sit there in silence for a while. And then when I'm ready to set my intentions and make my, what they say instead of manifestations, they say wishes. So they actually put their wishes on leaves, but it's snowing here in Utah. I don't know where I could get the kind of leaves, the laurel leaves that they would use. So instead I will have rose petals to have petals around me. Maybe I'll also add some leaves to my tub, but I'm gonna write on a piece of paper, not on a leaf. Then write my intentions down and blow out a candle, infusing the candle with my wishes, with my manifestations, and voila. And of course, I want to end the night by charging up some moon water, putting water into a cleanse jar, and then putting it on my windowsill. Otherwise it would freeze if I put it outside and my jar might break. So just put it on my windowsill for the moonlight to hit the jar, and also charge up the crystals. And that originated with witchcraft in the early 1800s. I'm assuming that probably originated somewhere in the UK, like England, but I don't know. I don't know where it originated except for with witchcraft in the early 1800s. Anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited to bathe and just feel the spirit of the Jewel of the Night in my tub and infuse its powers within me. And yeah, it's always a beautiful practice to connect with Mother Nature in this way beyond anything else. You may consider this practice or you may find one from your ancestry or simply create your own. All is beautiful. Anyway, with all that being said, I hope you have a magical full moon experience and have a magical weekend. And I will connect with you on Monday. Jaima. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.